Hello everybody, welcome back to Aspiring Dungeon Master, the podcast where we play this game called Urban Shadows, an urban fantasy story game, I believe is what the book called it, by uh, Andrew Medeiros and Mark Diaz Truman. My goals as the MC, my agenda, that is, that's the word are to make the city feel political and dark, to keep the characters' lives out of control and evolving, and to play to find out what happens. I just realized I didn't introduce anybody in the last episode, so I'm joined by Aaron. Yo! Rebecca. Hi. And Andrew. Howdy. When we last left off, Seishin and Jill's deactivated body were hiding invisible against Doria's car. Draven had flown off to chase uh, uh, Kyle, but Kyle uh, sh- managed to shake him off in the forest roads. Um, and Doria is inside Jill's dilapidated house. Um, so Seishin... What are you doing now that nobody is watching you within eyesight? Mm. How much do I know about how Jill is put together? Um, you know that she is machines in the shape of a human. Okay. <laughs> like, you wouldn't um, be able to deconstruct and reconstruct an Eidolon robot. Obviously not. That's not my strong suit. Um... How heavy is Jill? Um, heavier than a normal human being would be for her weight, but not incredibly heavy. Like, lifting her would be painful, but not impossible. Okay, so I'm going to be very carefully, and then I'm going to try and get and drag Jill to my car, which is probably right across the street. All right. As you are dragging Jill, your phone starts to go off again with the same sound from before of that would it would make when you call someone. Okay. Yeah, I am going to um speakerphone and put it on the roof of my car and if and just keep All right, you set the phone on the roof of your car, uh, and then it stops ringing. There's no answer. Uh, no answering machine or anything? The the phone... The, okay, yes. The phone's... Uh, was it voicemail answer, whatever? Uh, yeah. Says, hi, you've reached Raul. If you would like to leave a message, that is fine by me. And then beep. Hi, it's it's Seishin. Uh I've got Jill. Something bad just happened. I don't know if you're if you know Beep. a woman. Named it Doria. shuts off again. Switched off. Great. Yeah. Okay. Very quickly. Uh, so I'm going to continue dragging and try to get her in the back of my car, like in the back row, and then I'm going to drive to Raul's place if I know where that is. Um. Jill, would you have told Seishin where Raul lives? Well, she did ask about meeting Raul. Uh-huh. That is one of but the I, But I thought part of what we had talked about was that you brought Raul to her. 
specifically. Connecting her with Raul is all I said. Yeah, I don't think she's probably... I don't think she's been to his house. Um... Yeah, I don't... I don't... I don't think so either. Um, and as, as you start driving away from Jill's house anyway, your phone does it again of calling someone else. Speakerphone? Look at the ID number if it says anything? Uh, there's a number on screen, and the, uh, the name attached to it is, uh, Doria Nadisha. Nadisha, okay. I put it on speakerphone and continue driving. And you hear Doria's voice say, Casey? Casey, is that you? Oh, ugh, I do not like this woman. Casey, I, I are are I, you there? Can you hear me? Casey, if it's really you, please say something. It's been a long time, Casey. <laughs> Come on, this is Doria. Can you hear me? Yeah? Yeah, I'm not even saying anything to her. I'm just letting it play, see what she says. Uh, she says, Casey, if you can hear me, and you can't say anything, maybe you can just meet me at Atlas Park, and, and I can explain everything. Are you alright? <laughs> alright, well... <sighs> I I have to go. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you later. And it hangs up. Okay. Um. I'm gonna try calling Raul myself. All right. There's no answer. Great. All right. Back to my place and or uh, not my place. Uh, my shop. Okay. You get a phone call. It is from me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, did you guys get it out of there? No thanks to you, asshole. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I did kind of draw with that thing. I didn't see where you went, so I assumed you guys made it out. We're, we're going back to my shop. I'm going to see if I can find someone to fix Jill. I can't keep carrying around a corpse. I mean... I wouldn't call it a... Alright. Uh, yeah, what would you call it? A, 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 a computer? I don't... I don't know. Uh, at this, even, as you're talking to each other, Jill suddenly jumps awake. Um, uh, hello? Hi. Hi. Yeah, you kind of get thrust around as I suddenly jerk the wheel to left and right and kind of fishtail. Jesus! What happened? A while ago, I just, I've, I just keep turning back on, but while I'm unconscious, I can still, like, I'm floating around like a separate part of me, and I can still see what's going on, but no one can hear me, and I just pass through things like I'm a ghost. I don't know that I don't know what to tell you about that, but can you tell me who that woman was and what she wanted? 
I have no idea any more than you do. I was confused why she came. She said she knew Raul, but I haven't talked to Raul in a day or two, and, uh... He's not picking up for me. She wanted me to go, and she wanted to do tests on me. And she just took me. Did you want to go? No. She scares me. Yes, thank you. No problem. Kyle, we're gonna go back to my shop. We'll meet you there. Alright. Sounds like a plan. Alright. We go to my shop. Alright, you guys all meet up at Seishin's shop. Which is just fun to see. You meet up at the Zenko's Blade. Yes. I'm taking the time to kind of restock my supply. Sure, yeah. There's a there's a separate safe for him to keep his ammunition in. Okay. Alright. So. It's happening. What's up, buzz? Excuse me, Jill? Sorry, this is Aaron quoting Jill Jesus suddenly realizes that she also knows what Jesus Christ Superstar is, despite having never seen it. Uh, Jill is a robot. I'm glad you guys decided to tell me that. Uh, it's not... I don't like people knowing they uh, treat me differently, and I just want to... Be well, treated like worry, a human. Treat you the same. I, think I you're feel like that's a very just as much trouble. I feel like that's a very like I I don't want to say ignorant, but it feels like very foolhardy statement. Which one, Kyle's? Obviously, Kyle's. Oh, that's okay. all he ever says. Look, I'm used to dealing with stuff I don't understand. If I don't have to kill it. And it's generally not Please don't be kill me, thanks. I'm not going to kill you, Jill. Thanks. However, That's that good. thing that chased us, we don't have a chance against. Yeah, there's a reason that I decided not to fight it. I'm not a fighter anyway. So... What's been going on with your phone? I heard it call Raul, and I heard it call... Um... Doria? Uh, Doria? And and they think it's someone named Casey. Do you don't know anyone named Casey? We we looked up and we don't. My name's Cassidy. Yeah. But they were acting like you were some like long lost dead person. I don't know anyone named Casey. Casey. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm Aaron sitting here trying to think if this is anything from Quiet Year. That I want to. um... Wait, was there a character in Quiet Year named Casey? No. Okay. I wanna... MC, do I know anyone named Casey? <laughs> no. I okay. want to put a name to a face, if possible. I have a suspicion. Okay. But is if it's possible, I'm not sure. I mean, let when me. I, I was, I, I've been in this area longer than most people, so. All right. I will say. Roll. Put a. Face to a name with mortality. Alright. Let me take a look. Uh, that's an eight. You know their reputation. GM tells you uh, 
what most people know about them. What would young little Kyle know <laughs> about Casey? Casey was an employee at the Eidolon Foundation. You would know that they there was a big, a, a, a lot of media coverage around the day that they died in a in a bombing that was meant for the Eidolon robots but one of the bombs ended up hitting a member of Eidolon an employee at Eidolon named Casey Banks uh mm. and she died and there was a big like memorial service um but other than that just the sh- just the sheer media coverage that sort of drilled Casey's mind into your or not Casey's mind Casey's name into your mind you don't know anything else about her Okay okay well when i was a kid there was someone who was killed in bombing for the Eidolon Corporation uh, Casey but i don't remember anything else about that so I mean if she's been dead for that long why would they be trying to contact her I mean if she was a spirit she would have returned and they would have been able to find her cell phones I'm legitimately asking this question as myself can ghosts use cell phones I just shrug Spectres as an archetype could choose to be corporeal. Okay. Sometimes. I also, hold out my phone and I'm like, do, does, do you have the same phone number as me? Why do they keep thinking that specifically my phone number is... Your phone broke, right? I mean, it broke at one point. So it was, I picked it up and it was fine. Are you oh, sure it's the same phone? Yeah, what if it's not your phone? I turn turn it on. Is, is there anything different about it? Nope. Okay. Take out the, like, beat-up, like, Motorola um, phone from the red cap, and, and does it look magical in any way to me? Nope. Uh, I don't know what if to only do. there was a character with a move for talking to machines <laughs> mm-hmm. me little old me <laughs> give me one second <laughs> okay oh <laughs> So I look at the phone. Let me let me take a look at it, says she. Okay, I give her my phone. Okay. Um, let's see. Machine betrays me to my enemies. I'm trying to figure out which question is. Uh, I guess I should roll first, but uh, I'm trying to figure out if any of these questions would be useful before I do so. Questions could be, what secrets are hidden here? Who made you this way? What purpose do you serve? How could I get you to blank? I guess what secrets are hidden here would 
help. On a miss, the machine betrays you to your enemies in whatever way it can. Yep. Cool, That'll cool. be fun. I'm gonna go ahead and ask, and, uh, ask the machine. Uh, I guess I don't can't ask it. I have to make the roll first. Yeah, you but have I'm to make the roll first. Roll spirit. Do my thing. All right, got a nine. Don't think the others have any possible way of helping way you to, to do help this. Me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. What secrets are hidden here, friend? I say to the phone, and y'all look at me funny. <laughs> um. I just like facepalm. The <laughs> Seishin's lock screen changes to when I say that. Yes. Okay. To a picture that Kyle can remember seeing on the news. It's the picture of Casey um, that they would have shown on the news to say, like, this woman uh, was killed in a bombing accident. Bombing accident? No. Was no, killed in a bombing. Um, uh, so that picture becomes Seishin's lock screen as soon as you ask that question. And that's all so, that happens? Yes. So is my phone possessed, I ask? Um, interesting question. I'm going um, to, I'm going to do something kind of weird. All right. A new chat. A new messaging thing, and I'm not going to send. I'm not going to put a sender in, but I'm going to like a place to for it to go to. But I'm going to type into the um, bar. I'm going to say, "Is there something I can help you with, Casey?" And send it into the ether, not to anyone in particular. Okay. I don't think you can do that on the phone. <laughs> well, we can. Shut up. <laughs> Um, if nothing else, I set it up to, um, just go roundabout and come back to my phone. Okay. Yeah, that's a thing that I think can sometimes, in some cases, can happen. Uh, your phone dings that you get a text message, and it's the message that you just sent yourself. Um, and then Jill gets a phone call. Okay, um, pick, pick up my phone, answer at the phone, hello? Raul said that you could help us. Um... May I ask, is this Jill? Yes, yes sir. Uh, uh, who is this? My name is James. I'd like you to put you Kyle James? on the phone, if you could. Uh, did, Jonah, did you say James? Yes. Uh, okay, so I, I cover the mouthpiece, and I turn to Kyle. I'm like, there's someone on the phone asking for you, Kyle. His name said his name is James. Do you cool. know anyone? Uh, should I roll a face to a name? Um, I'll just ask. Uh, We're using that one a lot. James... <laughs> Uh, just last night you were investigating a name, a man named James, okay, who well, was in that case, then, yeah. dressed up as a Santa Claus. Oh my god, it's Santa. It's been too do long. You, do you want to, 
Do you want me to hang up? Do you want to talk to him? No, no, I'll talk to him. Uh, okay, so I uncover the mouthpiece. Okay, I'm handing you to Kyle, and I hand it to Kyle. Hey, how's it going? Hello, Kyle. I have a friend of yours here says that uh, I could reach you at this number. Oh, I see. See, I sent you an entourage last night. I thought we could maybe have a little get-together, a sort of Christmas party ahead of schedule. Oh, all right. I mean, I'm always about holiday cheer. I got a couple extra gifts for you this year. Hmm. Well, I have a gift for you, too, if you're prepared to bring Elena. Oh, the cop. Hmm. You guys can't hear this. This is I'm not on speaker. This is Aaron asking. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll see if you were naughty or nice, and I went oh for the God. camera. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Please, Kyle, don't be tacky." <laughs> You obviously don't know me, then. You going to bring the pig or not? Where's the party? A little place downtown. A little place in southwest Fontaine called Lenny's. Do do they, like, serve food? Because I've only had bagels today. I'm kind of hungry, man. No? Alright, well... He hangs up. (laughs) Damn it. Rejected! I could've got some food out of this. Alright, well, (laughs) um... You guys ever heard about a place called Lenny's? Because I need to go there. I think they... GM? They they have Raul, right? Yeah, Raul. Um... I can think of no reason that Jill or Seishin would know about Lenny's. Um, Kyle, Lenny's, you, Lenny's, uh, you might maybe remember that Lenny's is the place that the police were planning on hitting. Okay. On doing, they were gonna, they were planning, they don't know that there's vampires there. They're probably just planning on doing, like, a drug raid or something. Alright, I'm gonna text Elena Parrish. And I'm going to say... Um... Targets reached out to me, comma, apparently they want you. Yeah, you knew that already. No, no, they, they want me to bring her. That's what I Okay. Send. Yes, send. I, can I ask something? Yeah? Looking at Kyle while he's talking on the phone or, um, seeing Elaine, um, is there, do I get the feeling that he's nervous or scared or threatened or anything? Um, he's hungry. Um, I can tell you that. Uh, eh. What's Kyle's demeanor? Um, do they have to roll figure someone out? His his demeanor is reluctant. I'm not really 
I'm just kind of like the the last couple days this has been this is just like one more complication. And I'm just kind of trying my best to roll with it even though it's kind of a pain in the butt. Mm. So you can go with that or you can roll figure someone out if you want more information out of Kyle for some reason. You want to know my life story? You got to roll for it. Honestly, I don't care about your life story. <laughs> you have your secrets, and I'll keep mine. You keep saying that. It's her favorite phrase. Yeah. Alright, well... There's probably gonna be some blood. Alright, if you guys don't want to go, I understand, but... Eh. Nope. Raul's there. I need to talk to him. So I need I'm to coming. figure. I need to find out what Doria even is. I don't. I don't like the fact that she kidnapped me. Me neither. All right. I'm gonna send one more text um, to Elena before I go, or we go. I guess. Um, heading there now. We'll update what happened. Okay. Do I know who Elena is? I mean, I was on the phone. I didn't mention the fact that Elena needed to be there or not. No, no, I'm just asking. Do I Have I met her before? Do I know anything about her? Um, I don't know of any reason that you would have met Elena. Yeah, I was just curious, like, if I knew her, what her personality was. But never mind. All right, so Jill and Kyle are going to Lenny's, and where is Seishin going? I was going to come with them. I was going to take my own vehicle, though. Okay. All right. Um, Lenny's is in the southwest section of Fontaine. It is in the area which, during the quiet year, was marked out as night territory. Uh-huh, okay. Um, and it is... I'm trying to think what kind of building would be big enough to house what it is. Hmm. It's like... It's like a garage, like a workshop garage that's been reworked into... Uh, some it's got like a neon sign that says Lenny's. Um, you get the idea from the outside that there's like tattoos and a vape shop in it, and it's like they've they've set split off the separate parts of the garage into like mini shops for whatever they use for it for. Mm. Um, you don't see any cop cars outside. I don't know if that indicates to you that whether or not Elena is here. Uh, lots of black cars. Well, how, how many black cars do you say? Um, I'm going to say that there's maybe a dozen in this parking lot. Okay. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spell this out for you. Um, I don't have what they want right now. So if we go in there, I think things are going to end. 
So do you want to wait for what we need? Uh, I checked my phone. Did I get any texts? Uh, you don't have any new texts, no. There is also a red car in this parking lot, by the way, that uh, Jill, at the least, you all have seen this car, but Jill, I think, is most likely to recognize Raul's car. <sighs> well, at least we know he's here, but uh, I'm worried about him. Knowing these... going right now? There's no, there's no reason for us to, for to not be a part of. No, we can go in on our own. I can go in by myself, but it's. Ugh. We'll see. Um, <laughs> I get out of the car. Okay. And start uh, heading in. All right. Um. There is, like, an office space uh, that you could go into, like a front office, and then there's a garage uh, with a tattoo parlor, there's a garage with, like, a, a vape and smoke shop, and there are a couple more garages down past hey, yeah. that. Could we vape? <laughs> no! All right, and uh, <laughs> so where are you going in this in this establishment? I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to split off from the main group and um, since I still got my pink like handkerchief around my neck, I'm going to actually move it and tie it up in order to pull it back like a headband. And I'm going to walk into the front office into the tattoo parlor and just sit down at a waiting area and just wait and see what happens. Like, I can spring into action if need be, but I'm not part of the group in case they need backup. So did you say you were going into the front office or the tattoo section? Oh, are those two different places? I'm going to go into the tattoo Yeah, there's like a front, there's like a front office section and then each garage is its own little mini shop. Okay. Uh, which one has a better view of wherever Kyle and Eric, uh, Jill are heading in? Um... I don't think any of them have a good view of any other place. Great. That's fantastic. I think maybe maybe the front office has a window that you could see the tattoo um, garage, but that would be it. Then you'd have okay. vision on two places out of the instead five. What going, instead, what I'm going to say is still go into the tattoo parlor and sit down but what i'm going to say to jill is when it go when it starts going down i'm not going to wait for you to say anything just as soon as my phone starts ringing i'm going to go okay that's it so wait cool, 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 cool. what kyle Am I supposed to call your phone if things go bad? Was that like a signal we had? Uh, Jill. Or? Jill is supposed to do that. Me. Okay, gotcha. Just gotcha, the gotcha. backup might be necessary, so I'm going to take that position. Alright, well, I mean... Oh, this is such a bad idea. So you're going into the front office, Seishin? Uh, To the tattoo parlor. Okay, you're going to the tattoo parlor. Yeah. Um... In the tattoo parlor, there's a guy with, like, an American flag bandana on his head, and he's got, like, a blonde beard on, and he's 
doing a tattoo on this big, uh, fat, bald guy, um, who is currently sitting in the chair and there's no one else in there right now. Sure. I'm just gonna sit down in one of those, like, uncomfortable, hard chairs and just cross my legs and wait patiently, maybe take out my phone and scroll through some things, just waiting for the phone call. Okay, so... Yeah, the the guy doing that tattoo, like, raises his eye to glance over at you, like he's trying to get a read on you, and then back to the tattoo. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so Kyle and and I are doing something. What's... I'm gonna defer to Kyle here for what the best course of action is, because he knows more about the situation than I do. I mean, we're just gonna be walking into a situation we can't really fight our way out of that well, but I mean, we could try to sneak our way around and then just get flooded by vampires, so... Vampires! Nice. Yes. Oh, did I not make that? Yeah, we're we're running, we're going into a, a nest of vampires, so... Yeah. I didn't have a good time with the last one that we dealt with, but, uh... Okay, I mean, if I... <laughs> I'd give you my chain, but I'm sure you're not really good at using that, so... Uh... Guess we just gotta go in. They're expecting me anyway, so security will be tight. Yeah. Okay, right, cool, cool. Let's get her done. I mean, what what's going to happen here? We don't have the thing to trade it, so trade for Raul. Um, just shoot him. I mean, uh, um, I mean, okay. I'm here to heal the fat man, anyways. You held here to what? The Santa. I've been tracking him. John, was it? James. Right. James, yes. I would know these things. Alright, tell you what, let's go to see if back entrance. If we're gonna go in hard and heavy, let's at least not go in where they expect us. Elena hasn't messaged me back, so I don't think she wants to be here regardless. Alright. Alright, we're gonna head to the back, Jonah. Alright. Around to the back. Uh, on the back side of this place... There is just, like, one door against a whole flat back wall. Hmm. Uh, um, do you hear, any, the... hear anything behind the door? Or... No. A lot of commotion and or anything? This door doesn't have a handle on the outside. Fun. Okay, so there's no real way to adjust it um, or open it. No way to open it? Uh, not f- that you can tell. It's kind of like those theater doors that are, um, one way, so customers can't get back. Well, I mean, it's like an employee door, right? Uh, it's, it's a, uh, a door that civilians aren't meant to use, yeah. Okay. I'm looking at the moves to try to see if there's anything relevant to you guys. Um, there's investigate a place of power, maybe... Debt moves don't really help here. Let it out could do something, maybe. Alright, uh, I guess investigate a point base of power. 
information. So what are we what are we doing to do that? Are we Yeah. I'm so I'm just I'm just giving you that. ideas of what you could be trying to do. Right, right, right. Um okay. what do we roll with that mortality night power one? Well, you do something uh, first. Uh, it would be it would be a night roll, but we need to decide just say what our characters are doing to investigate the place. Okay, got you. Um, are there any windows or anything like that? Uh, not at the back side. All of the front sides. Uh, well, not all of the front sides. The tattoo shop and the vape shop are open, and there are windows into the office area. The next two garages down are not open. Okay. Okay. Um. I guess we could try to sneak our way in. Sneak our way in where? Like from the front, just go in a little more stealthily. See if we can. Okay. Um, is there any security near the front door? Uh, the office door. Yeah. No, not not on the outside. Okay. Sure. All right. Sounds like a great idea. Yeah. So you guys are going in through the front mm. stealthily. All <laughs> mm. uh, right. Uh, inside the front office is a, uh, a weirdly sterile room with like cushioned waiting seats and some potted plants around, and there's a girl at the front counter reading a magazine and chewing gum. She's got like black hair and really deep eyeliner. Is she cute? Yeah. Uh, let me s see if I can find a picture of the person I'm imagining. For the listeners at home, the picture I am sending is of Diane Guerrero. Guerrero. She okay. shouldn't be working in a place like this. Oh, she's in Jane the Virgin. Okay. Okay. She's in Orange is the New Black also. Okay. okay. She hasn't noticed us. Huh? She has not noticed us. She, she like, glances up at you and then resumes chewing gum and reading her magazine. Cool. Okay, so she knows we're here. So what's uh -huh. around this room besides her? Uh, potted plants and chairs, and uh, there's a door behind her, uh, behind the okay. counter. And and what do we know what kind of place this is? Did you say it was like a, he didn't say anything about there being food? He just hung up on you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fun. 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 I want to ask you about food, but I know it's not a good idea. <laughs> You want to go talk to her? Sure. I walk up to her. She looks up at you from her magazine. Hey, um, do you guys have any food? <laughs> she, she's like chewing her gum and she folds her magazine and sets it on the counter and folds her hands in front of her as she leans forward and smiles. And she's like, sure, what are you in the mood for? Uh, well... I can't think of any good Christmas-related jokes, so I'm just gonna <laughs> screw this avenue. Um, James is expecting me. Or is it John or is it Jimmy? Jimbo. James. James Santa. is right. Santa, yes, James. And the the pleasant expression on her face goes away, and she rolls her eyes and says, "Ugh, whatever." 
and she stands up and walks through the door in the back. I, I'm assuming we're supposed to follow her. Yep, let's go. Okay. Let's there go. is a counter in your way. Um, I jump over the counter. <laughs> no, wait, I uh, get back over the counter. She's probably coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I wait. You are the most polite hunter. <laughs> I mean, this is someone's store. I don't know. <laughs> what if they do have food? She said, what are you in the mood for? I don't know if she would ask that question if there wasn't any food. You're in the the mood for a positive. (laughs) Oh, ha ha ha. She comes back out through the door. Uh, She sits back down at her seat at the counter and opens up the magazine. She says, they said to see you in the fourth room. In what? In room? Yeah, there's be the tattoo parlor, and then the vape shop, and then there's one closed garage, and then the next one is the one that you're supposed to go to, the, the other closed garage. Okay, cool. Are, are you, Thanks. like, with them, or you just just work here? Okay, I'm, I'm gonna leave now. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> she, like, she, like uh, looked up at you as you said that, and then, like, gave you a confused look and glanced side to side. Like, what even are you asking? Uh, but you leave. All right. Uh, Seishin, in the tattoo shop, the uh, guy doing the tattoo finishes up. And he uh, exchanges money with the guy sitting at the table. And then he turns over to you and he's like, so, <clears throat> what can I do for you? I'm looking to just see a bit of your artwork. I'm looking to get something new done, and I really don't know if you're quite the person I'm looking for. So if you could just show me your portfolio. Yeah. He reaches over, and he grabs, like, this big binder of uh, laminated pages in a in a three-pronged binder, and he hands it over to you. Mm-hmm. It's got lots of uh, flames and skulls and dragons and stuff like that. Is it good, or is it just, you know... It's all pretty good, yeah. As, uh, as, far, gonna... as, as far as skill goes, I don't know uh, if you would, like, consider a tattoo of a flaming skull to be a good thing to have in the first place, but the artwork is good. Okay. I'm gonna just look through and um, ask him questions about, like, the different styles and... I'm not going to put you on the spot and ask you about all the different tattooing styles, but I need to be really invested in trying to get to just distract, just distract him, have something that I'm doing so I don't look like I'm loitering. All right. Um, he starts actually going into, I'm not going to because that's too much time to take right. out of our podcast to talk about it. But he starts talking about uh, 17th century Baroque art and how he inf- used it to influence his tattoos. Um, <laughs> Is he lying to me or does he seem to like... Do you want to roll figure someone? Does that, no, that doesn't help figure out lying, huh? I think it does, doesn't it? Um, what are you trying to hide? Sometimes I guess that could sort of be. That's not one of the options. 
Okay, cool. I'm just insane. You're just making stuff up, Aaron. Yep. Why would you do this? I don't know. Who's pulling your character strings? What's your character's beef with? How? Uh, what's your character hoping to get from? How could I get your character to? What does your character worry might happen? How could I put your character in my debt? Um, if he's lying, he's a very detailed liar because he's, like, talking about how, um, uh, I don't know how much say she knows about Baroque art, but he's, like, talking about how, uh, he, if, if you really think about what he, all he's doing, he's, all of his, uh, designs are very similar to 17th century paintings. Oh, no, like, I... I get it as as a swordsmith. Like we're both niche uh, artists. Uh huh. Kind of like can you make a connection with this tattoo artist? So I, I am just I I yeah I am using him at the moment, but I also am impressed by his by his passion for his work. Like uh, he he pulls up uh, um. Oh, I wish there was a title attached to this one. He pulls up uh, one picture in his uh, in his portfolio of tattoos. I'm sending a painting mm-hmm. to you now, and his the picture he shows you is like a parody of this painting of all these people falling over each other, but as skeletons and demons and everything. Is it like a back piece, or is it like a sleeve, or? Yeah, this this would be like a large uh on on a back sort of tattoo. Okay. Yeah. I I definitely get the kind of vibe he's going for and personally I am a huge fan of like Rebecca is a huge fan of baroque art and stuff like that. So Jane is going to be talking And then he about- also he also has one tattoo towards the back that he just uh, points out, he's like, this is our most popular one. It's a picture of Kermit saying, fuck the police. <laughs> and he just politely. sort of sighs as he looks at it. I laugh politely and kind of um, a small dagger with me that I always do, and I kind of pull it out and just open the sheath a little bit to show the Japanese characters on it, and I'm like, I kind of get what you mean. He's like, oh, that's that's really neat. Did you make that? I designed them. I don't make them. Oh, that's still cool. Yeah, so... Just kind of back and forth. And he he takes this moment where he just sort of smiles at you, and then he holds out his hand. He's like, I'm Kevin, by the way. (laughs) We lost you. Huh? We lost, we lost your audience. Oh, okay. He he, like uh, just takes a moment to smile at you, and then he reaches out his hand and he says, "I'm Kevin, by the way." Uh, Cassidy, wah, nice to meet wah, you. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> and thus began Cassidy's affair with Kevin. Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh, so Is Kyle, he a vampire? We don't know. Uh, Seishin, at this point, you also see Kyle and Jill walk past in front of the tattoo shop in this garage, uh, as they head down to one of the further garages. Okay, uh, do do either of them make eyes at me? Make eyes? 
know what I mean. As they look at you, shaking hands with Kevin, and waggle their eyebrows at you rakishly. <laughs> He's like, yeah, go for it, Seishin. We're gonna be busy for, like, another hour at least. You can just find... <laughs> I, I bet you Kyle does at the very least. Oh, yeah, you know it. <laughs> God. Uh, Rosita, I mean, not Rosita, I'm, I'm naming my other Garbachetta's character. Jill doesn't really know what's going on, so she's just... I, I, I catch Kyle's eye and see him doing that, and I roll my eyes and kind of take my hand back a little bit quicker than I should. Oh, poor guy. Kev- Kevin, like, <laughs> just... Him, Ke- Kevin's hand hovers there for a moment, and he quickly pulls it away and goes, <clears throat> Anyway, uh, see anything you, uh, like? <clears throat> Not you, apparently. And I, and I point out, like, I think there's probably one of, like, I'm sure he's got one of a Madonna and Child at some point. In. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so I snap a few pictures of those, and come back if I end up going with you. I just have to check out a few more places. It was lovely to meet you. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. And I go outside and how far Kyle and uh, Jill have gotten so far. Uh, you guys would be in front of the the garage that you were told to go to, right? Uh, mm-hmm. which has the garage door currently closed in front of it. All right, I'm going to jog and catch up with them. All right. Excuse me. No. Mm. All right. Okay. <laughs> there like a door or something like that? There's a closed garage door. Okay. A Dora. Are you going to knock? I mean, they know we're here. So we're just gonna say anyway. I'm gonna knock a Christmas song. Jingle all the way. And the the garage door rattles noisily as you uh, clack against this metal door that then begins to roll up, and it does not roll all the way up. It rolls like halfway up, so you might have to crouch under it to get inside. Okay. All right. I guess we do that. Yep. Okay. You guys come inside. Um, Immediately, a pair of hands grab onto Kyle, and a pair of hands grab onto uh, Seishin, and inside there is sitting on, like, a big, a a weirdly medical-looking chair. Uh, James is sitting on it, and he's got on a a pretty cringy fedora. Uh, oh my god, he's a neckbeard too. This is a guy who looks. This is a guy who looks like Santa Claus, and he's now wearing this fedora and probably just like a a polo shirt and black slacks, and he's got. The four others in the room right now that have grabbed onto Kyle and Seishin, and behind him in a uh, in a metal chair, uh, a beaten and bruised Raoul is tied. Oh, jeez. Okay, I'm not being grabbed onto at the moment. No, you are not. 
and uh, the there is a fifth person, not a fifth person, a sixth person, not counting the four and James, who then unravels the chain holding up the the garage door and it closes behind you and you're now just in fluorescent lights inside the garage and James like leans forward on this medical uh examining table chair basically and like puts his hands on his knees and frowns at Kyle and says Kyle you've brought me two girls and neither of them are Elena Parrish I think you were coming here for violence. I think you didn't bring any food. He pinches the bridge of his nose. Look, I have well, a oh, sorry. Whenever you're done. Oh, <laughs> uh, were you going to do something? No, I, I was just going to ask if, first of all, if any you, if having me is has their hand against against my skin, and B is wearing silver rings or anything like that, or an iron ring. Because if they if they are, I'm in severe discomfort right now. Um, none of them are wearing any rings of any kind. Okay, um, I was just curious. They're just they're just grabbing you by the arms on each side. Got it. Okay, continue. Um, and and James says, "Well, Kyle." It looks like you brought enough food for everyone. So oh, shit, no. Oh, that's 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 a weird way to twist it. I just want... man, I could have brought her, but you never said you were gonna bring a cheeseburger. So that's what ends this deal. I'm sorry, I have to go. I kind of like try to. I'm gonna put my hand on my sword. Um. I, I yeah, I lean. I I grab my pistol. Can Your I arms have been door? grabbed. Oh shit! I try to get away from them. I, I All right. Um, can we, I can, can, I'm still near the door right now. Yeah, you're all next to the closed door right now. I think we're all gonna die. How many of them are there? There are six total. Yeah. Jesus. And and then and then Raul. Yeah, and Raul, Raul tied to the chair. There's James, and then there's five vampires. Mm. Four of them have grabbed onto Kyle and Seishin, mm. and one is sort of standing by the chain to open and close the door. All right, I want an elation attack. You oh, can't. Gonna... You have no, no arms. Yeah, um... I want to. So how do I do that? <laughs> you tell me what Kyle does before saying any names of moves. Alright, um, guys, I, uh, can, can, can we, can we resolve this non-violently? <laughs> and James looks over at Jill and is like, why isn't anyone grabbing onto that one? I can grab my sword really quickly. <laughs> uh... I mean, in my defense, you guys started it. You, okay, you whip the sword out of your back and James is like, where were you keeping that? Oh, that's fun. Looks like we get some violence. Looks like we get some violence. Hey, Raul! And he leans over and grabs Raul by the by the head and pulls his head back. 
as his fangs begin to elongate and his eyes turn red. And he says, Raul, don't you want some violence? Is Raul awake? No, Ra- Raul is like persuading? unconscious. Who is best at persuading? Who is best at persuading? Please. Person with the best heart roll, which would be Cassidy. Please. Yes. Do something. I can't fight my way out. <laughs> wow, really? I'm going to say, Mr. James, sir, I'm sorry if we have come in unannounced, but we were unable to get in touch with Miss Parrish, and according to the urgency of your request, we came as soon as possible. I would appreciate it if you would not harm Mr. Raoul. He has nothing to do with this. It is actually true. Uh, you you should roll with the thingy, you know, though. Nope. She didn't do anything requiring of persuade an NPC. So oh, okay. James just says, Here's the deal that I'm going to make you right now. What seems most appealing? I think one of you gets to stay alive here. One of you gets to be alive and go get Elena Parrish. And one of you gets to not be alive. And you can decide amongst the three of you which is gonna be which. Okay, I hate to so say it, but you'll have to die. Yeah, because I can erase the shim. Uh, I'll stay. I'll stay here. Alright. Uh, I'm the only one who knows Elena, so thanks, considered. Um, but do we have to have someone die? Yeah, Kyle, you <laughs> fucked up. Cause, all right. I mean, you told me to come here, so I did, and I texted her, and she didn't come. So if anyone wants to be mad at someone, we should be mad mad at Elena, right? Yes, Kyle. We're all mad at Elena. Yes. That. That's. That's. Yes. So which one of you is gonna die? And Jill raises her head. You know, if you didn't have my arms restrained, Jonah, I would say you, and then I'd immediately shoot him. But <laughs> oh, yeah. Gee. You, you know my ways. Uh-huh. Okay, so I, uh... I look at him, and... and um... I guess I'll take the bullet, proverbial as it were. Proverbial. What a fun word. It's almost the same as literal, and he pulls out a gun and shoots you in the head. He's all right. So I'm erasing the shim. All right, Jill drops to the ground. Great. Also, Joanna, did that count as resisting break the defiant? Um. Let's take a look at all your things. Let's see. Serve the powerful, labor in silence, break the defiant, protect the valuable. So um, also, I'm going to say no. And then he, and gest- around. he gestures the gun to Kyle and Seishin. Which one of you was leaving? I will. I'll be back soon. He, he gestures his gun at the other two holding on to you and they let hey, go do of you Kyle. Wanna, do you want any burgers or anything? Oh, wait, you guys eat. Oh, yeah, I guess that doesn't work. Alright, well, I'm going to Burger King first, if that's okay. I don't think it is. Don't say that. 
<laughs> so do I just stand right. there the entire time? Alright, I leave. Um... Alright, Kyle leaves. In the meantime, uh, uh, James hops off of the medical bed and says, Go ahead and tie her down to this. And they start dragging you over to the bed. Uh, okay. Uh, no, uh, Seishin. Yeah. Okay, uh, sure. I don't resist. Um, Alright, um, I have a debt with Elena, right? Yeah. Uh, as you're leaving, a black car pulls up. Not that that stands out too much from all the other black cars that are here. Um... This is the same car that came to Jill's house, though. Cool. Uh, which I'm gonna say, just to separate it, is, is like a black Rolls Royce, by the way. Um, okay. And it parks near Seishid's car. And Draven and Doria both get out of it. Draven in human form, of course. Mm-hmm. With, with no sunglasses this time. And he he glares at Kyle and starts like power walking towards him, and Doria is like more casually uh, striding towards you. Okay, and I say, "Hey guys, I uh, I got I got some good news for you." Draven like stops inches away from you and just glares down at you, uh, and Doria eventually catches up and she says, "Oh, and what would that be?" Jill's in there, and I point over to. The garage. What's Jill doing in a place like this? This isn't Raoul's shop. Uh, actually, Raoul is in the shop. So, I don't know. Maybe it is. Uh, either way, I was uh, talking to some associates, and uh, they kind of uh, took Jill. So, you know. And now they want me to go do a thing. But, uh, she's in there if you can get her. I'll go talk to them. I'm sure it's all just a big misunderstanding. And Doria starts walking towards the garage door. I like... Are there any barrels or anything nearby? Barrels? Like, something I can hide behind. There are cars. I doesn't. I want to call Elena. Alright. You dial Elena's number and she's not picking up. Great. Alright. Um, um Doria Doria car. gets up to the garage door and she knocks on it. Okay. And and uh Seishin, you hear the door or the door get knocked on from inside as you're being tied down. Um and they the these vampires all look at each other and um James gestures to the to the door and the one standing by the door's chains pulls it open. And you see a pair of high heels as Doria slips underneath the door. And she goes, oh, and she looks down at Jill's body and then over at Seishin. Mm-hmm. Well, this is just great. Do you know how much one of these costs? She says, gesturing to Jill and glaring, like, disappointedly at all the people standing around you. Am I tied down to the bed or am I tied to like tied to one of the uh just one of the um 
You would have just started being tied down to the bed, so you're not totally done being tied yet. I just look at her and I say, Look, lady, she didn't want to go with you. I don't know what to tell you. And and Doria just crosses her arms and she's like, Again, it's a robot. You don't really have to deal with the whole consent issue. It's not a person. And James says, Can I help you? And she says, Yes. My name is Doria Nadisha, and I'd like to be taking back what is mine. Oh, fuck. And James says, uh, and if I say no? And Doria says, then you will have the Eidolon Foundation? Draven Navaria, the Protectors of the Fountain, the Doresh Fellowship. <sighs> so many people. Hold on. And James says, I get it. And do you have any proof of any of that? The Eidolon Foundation is dead. The Doresh Foundation is disbanded. The Protectors of the Fountain are irrelevant. Like... What does any of this mean to me? She goes, huh, hmm, hmm. Um. And one of the vampires bursts into flames. Oh my god. And she goes, oh, ugh, ugh, as this, as this person is screaming and falling to the ground and is burning away faster than a human body would burn away, is just turning to ash before your eyes. She says, Ugh. See, I wasn't expecting vampires. That, I thought he would live. I'm so sorry. Um, anyway, I can do that five more times. Um. Do it five more times. But (laughs) I just want... Jill here. And I guess Raul James looks at Seishin and says Do you know this person? Yes, I do. They're assholes. <laughs> Alright. Uh and Doria uh there's a chime from her purse, and she pulls out her phone and looks at it. And then she looks at you, Seishin. And she puts her phone back into her purse and says, You know what? I'll just take all of them off your hands. Uh, I think you really could do with the whole clean slate situation with the whole mess you've gotten yourself into. James says, Hmm... I'm sure that in the amount of time it takes you to snap your fingers five times, I could fire a bullet once. And she says, yes, but what if I snap my fingers at you first? James says, you win. Cool. Go ahead. Untie them all. We can do this over again. It'll be fun. 
he he like smiles but his eyes show a defeated like great yep loving this i'm like flicking him off like you can't see him you're outside what? Oh, I thought the gate was still open. Nope, they Damn don't it. keep the gate open. There's sunlight outside. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I like look at him. I look at it. I look at him and I say, "What are you doing?" Huh? I say, "What are you doing? We had a deal." To to James? Yeah. Had a deal. I'm letting you go. No, you're not. You're trading one slavery for another. What are you doing? <laughs> I think this is better, to be honest. <laughs> I'd rather be with these Listen, lady. I don't really care what happens to you. I'd rather put a bullet in you right now. But the plan was to keep you here so the other guy would come back with the other girl, and now everyone's just gonna die, and I don't like that idea. So just... Go with the lady who wants to save your life, you dumb dumb. We'll do it again another time. And he like pats your hand. He's like, "Have fun." I look at Draven, and I just like, and I just push Draven's back not inside head. either. It's just it's just Doria inside uh, right now. Okay, I am glowering at Doria then. As these uh, vampires are untying you and. Uh, uh, one starts to open the doorway halfway up. Uh, at this point, Draven comes inside and grabs Jill's body. Cool, cool. And he goes back outside with that. And Doria looks back at the others and says, Well, this is nice. Bye bye And she goes back outside. And who has Raoul? Uh, the vampires, like, untie Raoul and just sort of pick him up, and, uh, James says, Would you like to do the honors, little, um... I don't know who you are, actually. I don't know why you're here. I get it. As much as I can, I try to put my, uh, shoulder, well, put Raoul's arm over my shoulder and help him walk, but I assume my hands are still tied, right? No, you've been untied. Okay, I'm going to try and help him walk as much as possible. I assume he's taller than me and probably heavier too, so... Yeah, you meant, you get to... St- you probably have to, like, lay him on the ground and roll him over to get outside of the door. Yeah, I hate it. Alright, and once you're out, they close the door behind you again. Mm-hmm. And then there's lots of angry shouting inside. <laughs> that makes me laugh a little bit despite myself. Okay. Um it is Raul awake or Raul is like unconscious and barely clinging to to So they're outside now? Yes, they're outside now. Alright, I'm gonna go help with Raul then. Alright, uh, you go him. you go and pick up Raul. I need to and, have some uh, reason to be important to the other people if everyone's going with them. So. Dra- yeah, Draven is carrying Jill back over to the Rolls Royce, and Doria looks over at the two of you and she says, Well, if you're interested in learning more about your friend, you're welcome to come to Atlas Park. I, That's the same place you said to meet with Casey. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I, t- I take out my 
if she if she doesn't stop me, I'm going to text Noah and say, "Love you." And while I'm doing that, I just look up and say, "Just letting someone know I'm going to be late." And her of the license plate number at the same time. All right. Yeah, she doesn't stop you at all, and she just smiles and then follows Draven over to the Rolls Royce where he's putting Jill in and closes the door. Is there room where is Jill like in the back seat? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go and sit next to her. Okay. Thanks for the help. I give him like a thumbs up. <laughs> I and... give him a sarcastic thumbs up back. Are you going or are you staying? I'll go. Alright, in your car or the Rolls Royce? Um, I mean, it makes sense to follow in my car, I guess. Alright. Uh, it's now 1am, and this seems like the the most I- uh, ideal second stopping point of the night. Alright. So thank you all for listening. I instinctively want to say watching because I've said watching all my life. Uh, We're finally getting episodes out. Yay! Yay! We'll see you guys next week, hopefully. Bye. Bye! Adios!